to, I don't want to start the podcast like this, but we're going to, it's been tough to stay positive guys with everything going on. I'm seeing all the fires happening out West. I'm seeing a lot of friends and, you know, colleagues in the industry and people I look up to that are suffering from these insane fires. Um, I cannot imagine what that must be like. Uh, we've had, we, we have fires here in Colorado. Uh, we've been dealing with a lot of smoke and stuff, but, um, where I'm located, it's kind of like not in the mountains. I'm like in, you know, I look at the mountains, I'm out in a field basically, but, um, even just the smoke and stuff here, like, and I heard, I guess a lot of the smoke we've been ex- experiencing here is from the West coast, I guess, blowing over, which is pretty fucking wild to me think about it, but hope, uh, hope if any of you guys watching this are out there, I hope you're safe. Hope your family's safe, man. It is just absolutely devastating. What 2020 are we all just going to wake up? But that was a crazy dream because this shit does not seem real. I mean, next, like the next thing that would probably happen is like an alien invasion. Oh, I already have a paper out. We got two now. We'll pack two joints. I need weed. Smoking some GMO today, everybody. Jeez, we got, I didn't even start this right. Okay. What's up, everybody? Uh, This is episode 29 of the podcast. Today, we're going to just be hanging out, smoking. And I had an agenda, but I kind of just got frazzled before this fucking podcast with my wife. She was a little stressed leaving the building. And now I don't even know what's happening. So I need to smoke a joint and calm down and figure out what the fuck I'm doing. But you guys are going to do this with me. It's like one of my live videos. I just flick it on and you guys see me try to figure out life. But today, we're paying for this one and we're filming it. So, but we're going to be smoking some GMO. This flower is so wild looking. It's like these like little fingers. So that's like how you know it's GMO though almost before you even smell it. Because at the dispensaries, because of the whole uh, pandy going on, you can't actually open jars and smell anything at any of the dispensaries. They're kind of keeping everything closed up. So you kind of just have to look and be like, I want that one. Hope it's good. Can't even smell it. But with GMO... I get it a lot because it's consistent. Like, you know what you're getting, at least. Sometimes weed will look really good, too, and then you smoke it, and it's not really great in a joint. So you load it up in the bong. But um, we're doing a tie-dye pre-sale right now, and I think today is actually the last day. It's Sunday. I mean, we're filming this on Thursday, but this, this comes out on Sunday. So um, we have the tie-dye pre-sale going. We have the hoodies like I'm wearing right here with the new Bear Mountain logo. And this bear on the face right here is actually the emote that uh, we use on Twitch. So that's the new emote. Um, We also have t-shirts that come in a variety of colors and stuff. So if you guys haven't ordered those, make sure you go to our website and pick out what you like and get that pre-order in. The prices are really, really good on these. We kept these tie-dyes like super affordable compared to like what other people's tie-dyes I feel like are going for. And these are all made locally uh, by our friends, uh, Lively Vibes. And they assured me that this shit won't fade. We're going to test it. I'm going to put these through the ringer. And I was like, guys, like I said, another episode, but I'm going to tell everyone that it's not going to fade. I hope you don't, you know, put me in a position where everyone's like, bro, my shit's fading. We'll see. There'll be that one person out there that just tries to make it fade though, right? Just to be just to be funny. Um, but yeah, you can find all those on bmsglass.com. 
as long as like there'll also be like mood mats, sticker packs, all that stuff on there. Check it out. Hope you guys are doing good today. It's been really chilly in Colorado where I'm at. A lot colder than we were ready for. We don't even have the heaters in the studio or anything yet. We are still set up for that warm weather because usually September in Colorado is pretty hot. It's honestly sometimes one of the hottest months of the year is fucking September here. It's like our our second summer. It's wild because I'm from upstate New York originally. In September, it's already cold and dreary usually. But um, I got to stop hitting this fucking mic. What am I doing here? But um, yeah, it's been a, a bit chilly, but next week's supposed to warm up and we're excited for that because... It's not super, it's like nice with the hoodie weather when you're blowing glass, but if it's like so cold that like, I don't know, your feet start getting cold and stuff, you start getting uncomfortable, you're not as motivated to work those, you know, 12, 14 hour days. You more just want to work like eight hours and then by eight o'clock at night, be all snuggled up on the couch watching a movie, drinking hot cocoa. So to keep that motivated, we got to keep it cozy out here, at least keep it comfortable. Yeah, but does some people say comfort kills creativity? Is that true? It might be in some ways. I don't know. When I've uh, been really stressed out and had a lot of like a big workload or I was like trying to figure out how to pay my bills years ago and just hustling and working my ass off. I don't I don't know if I felt super creative. I think for me, I need to be able to have like a, a clear head that I can like actually find that creative path where I create something new. Um. If for me, if I'm like super stressed out, I may be more focused on just grinding out to make like money to save us because we can't pay this bill or like something happened or whatever. When I create my best work, I feel like it's when I'm like comfortable. I've like my wife's in a good mood. Like, you know, the, you know, it's just a nice day out. I'm just feeling happy. I'm feeling grateful. And then when I start feeling like that, then I just want to make something that's just exciting and fun because I know. When I try to make this really technical thing, if I'm in that headspace where I'm just happy and excited, even if it doesn't work out, I'm going to be in the right headspace to like get through it and learn something and not let it ruin my day. Whereas if I go in to build a really complex piece and I'm like stressed out or angry or have anxiety, that might reflect into the piece. And then if it breaks or something, I'm going to let it consume me. I don't know. That's one thing as a glass blower we got to watch out for. You can't not let that piece you broke consume you or affect the, your loved ones around you. Cause we're all guilty of it for the most part. If you've, we've all had those builds or those days, something breaks and then you go inside and someone's trying to calm you down and you're just, you're just angry and you're not being fair to them. And you know, it's just really not fair to anyone, but I guess you could use that for like a lot of things, right? You know, don't let that bad day at work consume you and ruin your family's night or don't let that bad day of, you know, don't, you'll lose the fucking basketball game and then go home and ruin everyone's day. You know, it's, I guess that's just life, right? Is that us just being compassionate and aware of other people and realizing that just because we're having a bad day doesn't mean that everyone else should have a bad day. We're all guilty of it. I mean, I used to, used to go like, I swear, like sometimes I'd get upset like years ago and just post it on Instagram. Just look like an idiot, but you live and you learn, right? I see people still do it. And I know that, you know, I don't think they're an idiot. I'm just like, like, I've been there though, man. I've been there where you're so upset that you just want to tell the world. It's tough. Not calling anyone an idiot for doing that. I'm just saying myself personally, that's what I was. But 
again, I do like the fall. I like the cool weather. Hoodie weather is nice, but it's just when it starts getting into those like 20 degree weather. Once it drops out of the 30s, that's when I'm like, all right, I'm good. Not so cold. God, this GMO stinks. It smells like cat piss and gas. And so that's how you know you want to smoke it. The other night I was in live and someone was like, uh, so like, what's your favorite strain? And I was like, oh, I really like, you know, stuff that has like those fuel terps, like gasoline, like when you're in the ga- at the gas pump and you're pumping the gas and you smell that, that fuel, that, that dinosaur juice, like, that's what I want to smoke. That's the terp. And, um, I said this, this line to him that some, that, a, that an old guy said to me years ago and I, I stole it from him. And now I say it cause I'm a cool, I'm, I want to be a cool old guy someday. Cause I used to like all those fruity flavored terps. So I, so what I said to him was like, Oh man, like I like, you know, stuff that I like to smoke weed that tastes like weed. If I want to eat an, you know, <clears throat> a grape or a strawberry, I'll eat a grape or a strawberry. I'm not going to smoke weed that tastes like that. But I was just more joking. Cause I love the terps. I'll smoke all the terps. But when I was like a grower and I was really into like all the fucking <clears throat> genetics and stuff, I mean, I still am, but like when that was like my whole life and what I was into, Someone's going to make a comment. I've never seen someone pinch weed before they put it in a cone. Um, <clears throat> and even if they weren't now, someone will because I said that. But when I was a grower, I was like all like about the turps, obsessed with it. And I remember I was talking to an older guy that's been growing for like 40 years or something like that. And um, I was showing him all these clones I had and these genetics. And I was having him smell jars of flour. And he wasn't impressed by any of this crazy shit I had. I had like <clears throat> all these crazy TGA genetics that smelled like, you know, lemons or berries. Like I had plush berry, Jack the Ripper. And like these strains just smelled crazy, like time rack, um, just quirkle, like all these crazy terpy strains. And I was showing him all these flavors. And he's like, he's like, I don't want, he's like, if I wanted to eat a fucking grape or eat a strawberry, I'd eat a grape or a strawberry. If I'm smoking weed, I don't want to smoke weed. I want it to taste like weed. I want that like fuel, that gas, that earthy tones. I'm like, all right. So, but back then I didn't grow anything like that. I only grew all different fruits because I was so like interested in like how this fucking plant is creating these like smells that smell just like this fruit or just like this. I'm like, how the fuck is it doing that? Just got so into it. And it's like, you start learning how like the plant actually creates serpent, certain terpenes that the like when you smell a cannabis strain, like super lemon haze, and you smell that lemon in there, like you're, that lemon smell you're smelling is actually the same terpene that lemons creates, that lemonine. It's the same chemical. It's like, how does this plant create all these different terpenes that all these different fruits have? I mean, it's pretty incredible. I, so that's where I got obsessed with the terps because I was like, there's so many terps. And then you mix other terps together. And then you create other flavors, terps on terps on terps. I don't even know. Either way, I do miss growing for that part of it. It's just the pheno hunting and finding new terps and showing the homies. But like, dude, you got to see this cut I got. I popped this seed. I found this crazy pheno. Whatever. Miss, it was fun. I don't even really hang out with growers anymore. I talk to any of the old growing homies. You know, as you grow up, people kind of just um, move in different directions. Not because people are mad or don't like each other, but just cause life and people grow and things change. But I do miss like talking to all the different growers and stuff. I hopefully eventually that's what we'll do on here too. We'll have different growers and stuff come on. 
and just talk about like you know all the different like experiences as far as like with pheno hunting and like crazy terps they've found before and i have uh different hash makers that want to come on here and bring some jars of hash and do some dabs and talk and talk about their experiences and stuff like that so we'll do lots of fun stuff like that but i like to do these solo podcasts too they're a fun way to just kind of catch up with you guys and vent and think about the week it's like that uh, virtual journal it's weird instead of writing it down i just i talk and reflect right here on camera then i fucking post it to the internet okay this joint's finally packed with gmo All right. These hoodies, too, that we did are a little bit uh, thicker this time because it's a little bit cooler out. So we did the little bit thicker hoodies. The other ones we dropped are a little bit lighter, more for that, like that summer, that summer hoodie. Um, I personally like the lighter hoodies usually just because I sweat really easy. But man, this one is so comfortable. It's still like really form fitting, but it feels like thick. It's the best way I could explain it. Got this really cool piece on the table. It's a blue stardust mystique fade. Really, really cool fade of like that sparkly dark blue fading into that like creamy, like bright mystique. And it's all crushed opal. Might be hard to see on camera, but crushed opal usually is. It's kind of like an in-person thing where you're like, whoa, the sparkle. And uh, this was a uh, piece that someone scooped up, but uh, I'm going to touch it on the podcast today. And share it with you guys. There's a little hair on there. Man. First joy of the day. Just enjoying it and feeling it already after just a couple hits. GMO is such a potent strain. At least for me. Like anything. Got a little Scooby's next in there. You get used to it over time. But the GMO, I've been able to just keep uh, smoking it and still getting all the same effects from it, not having it be so, uh, it's not like, I'm not like getting like used to it. What's the word guys? Um, tolerance. I'm not building up a tolerance to the GMO yet. So really digging it. Today I'm working on finishing up some crushed opal pieces. These are like some of the last crushed opal pieces I'm doing for a little bit. I've done a bunch recently and I have had a lot of really awesome collectors that have reached out for like, you know, people have been waiting for customs or whatever forever. And now that their names have finally come up, people are like, oh, I want crushed opal. So I've been just doing so much crushed opal lately on top of, you know, the big Sunday sale I did and stuff. <coughs> and I love doing crushed opal, but I'm ready like anything to take a little break from it. Cause it's very, uh, very difficult. And I've had to remake a lot of pieces just cause it's got a little finicky sometimes with doing certain welds and certain shapes. And, um, I mix crushed opal with so many different colors. Like, um, I think that we've probably done crushed opal over more colors than anyone. I don't want to, I mean, I'm pretty sure our industry is pretty small, so it's not like that hard of a thing to say, but we've done crushed opal over a ton of colors and fades and stuff. And certain colors react differently to crushed opal. And, some colors don't like it and it'll just like reject it, explode, whatever. And then me being really like hard headed and having too much pride, I just say, no, we can do it. And then I just keep trying it till it works and eventually it works. But these crushable pieces have been really taxing on me. So I'm going to be 
excited to get off them for a little bit and get on to just doing some other types of color work. I got to get back into some clear stuff. There's a ton of you guys out there that want clear RBRs because there hasn't been a clear RBR drop in like two months. It's been a long time. I know. Um, I honestly just got it all caught up with me. I, I was just losing like grip on, I feel like, you know, certain parts of my life because I was so drained from working nonstop for so many years on huge drops. And I kind of had to be like, all right, your kid's two years old now when your kid before your kid was born you're like i gotta get this done so that i have more time to hang out with the wife before the kid gets here and it seems like i constantly say that and all of a sudden my daughter's two so i'm like okay i need to figure some shit out because nothing's changing nothing changes if nothing changes so i gotta make some fucking changes it's what it is so yeah we haven't done a big clear drop in a bit we do have some coming up but the main thing for me right now is to just focus on quality of life and taking care of the family responsibilities grown-ups weird isn't it guys super weird all the expectations all the things you thought that were going to happen or you just expected to happen i have friends that are the same age as me right now and a lot of them they did everything you know they they graduated high school they did well they played sports they went to college you know, they, they found a, um, a significant other, they got married, you know, they, they made a life and maybe it's not exactly, things are just falling apart for them, not working out the way they thought it would. They just expected a lot of things to just, there's a lot of expectations. I wonder sometimes if that was like our parents and stuff, or maybe not even our parents, but maybe just the way things were on TV coming up, growing up, you know, even on fucking Nickelodeon, Cartoon Network, things we were watching, just everyone just thought you you go to school you you find someone you love you get married you create a life and you're happy it's uh it's not that easy though it's really it's really crazy i mean i'm i'm a high school dropout that makes pipes for a living i'm pretty happy i have my days where i'm stressed anxiety and don't feel happy we all do but I look around me and I'm like, you know what? I'm not dealing with the same things as other people. So if I'm not happy, then maybe I'm just being a little baby. And I got to toughen up. That's not my advice to anyone either. It's okay to feel your emotions and be upset. And, you know, I'm not saying be tougher, work harder. That's one way to go about it. But that may not be the best path for everybody. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody has a different way they they figure things out and work through things. Just because it worked for you doesn't mean it's going to work for everyone. You can give people advice. You can tell them how to, you did it. But I found like I used to tell people this is the way to do it. And now I'm saying no. Like this is how I did it. But this isn't the only way to be successful. Like I've been telling people lately. I used to say I work, you know, work 18 hours a day, this or that, you'll be successful no matter what. And that's, that's pretty, that's whatever. That might be the truth. You don't have to work your life a way to be successful. I've met people recently. They're just, they're just educated. They know what they're doing. They had some good luck. They had a great idea. They found a way to be successful without working their life away. But then there's also the people that are smart like that, that do work like crazy as well. I'm just saying, you know, there's not one way to do it guys. We've said this before on other podcasts, but let's just, you know, touch base on it again, because there's a lot of us 
people out there that maybe post a lot on Instagram and ha- or whatever platform you use, and maybe you have a, <clears throat> a bigger following, so you reach a lot of people. And if you're constantly grinding and not sharing with people that, hey, this is not the only way to do it, and people all feel that this is the only way I can do it, and maybe some people don't have enough wisdom to realize that the grinding they're doing is hurting their family, and then that thing that they learned from that person online actually ended up affecting them more in a negative way. I don't even know. My point is, you know, take everything with a grain of salt from a lot of the influencers and people on the internet. Find parts of what they're doing that's going to benefit your life. Look at an influencer or someone on the internet. Look at them like a toolbox. Take tools out of there that you see that might help you or might help you build what you're trying to work on. But don't take the whole toolbox because some of those tools aren't necessary for your your path, for what you're building. You know, it's... uh. It's easy to get consumed or absorbed or like, I don't even know what the right word is, but it's easy to get so like focused on one influence or a person that you end up trying to do everything the same as they're doing. And maybe it doesn't work out for you. And that's because you need to kind of do your own thing too. Monkey see monkey do. We can kind of like learn from each other, but we all have to have our own little, little path we make. Weird episode today, guys. You're welcome. All right. Let's light this joint again. Where's my lighter? I don't even know what's going on. See, this is what happens. Once you light the joint, you start smoking and talking, at least for me. It's just a thought process. There's just thoughts happening. I'm thinking about all different shit. What? It's behind the mug? It's in my hand right now. And there's another one. There's multiple lighters. This is wonderful. This one's an Ishtar lighter. That's another glass blower, I believe. I don't know all the glass blowers. Like I said, as much as I'm on Instagram, I don't scroll as much as I've used as I used to or like lurk through people's pages because um, I'm definitely one of those people that's susceptible to feeling like and it's not all the time, but I have my moments where if I'm looking at someone's page, I'll be like, oh, damn, why didn't I figure that out? Or why didn't I do that first? You know, we all have those moments. We're fucking human. So what I do is like I'll like scroll through my main feed, but I don't go like lurking through people's pages anymore. So I don't know all the glass blowers, but I'm po- almost positive Ishtar is a glass blower, and I bet they kill it because most people do kill it in their own way, one way or another. Man, the studio is way more comfy today than it was yesterday. Fuck, it was cold yesterday. Once you go inside, like after being really cold, and this is the same thing too, like if you're like someone that works out in the cold, like during the winter months, if you're like someone that, you know, works construction or you plow or whatever the fuck you do, if you're out in the cold, as soon as you get inside and you get warm, like your body does not want to go back out in the cold again. I bet people that feel it the most are like those commercial fishermen. Like they go inside to have a lunch break from like the negative temperatures and splashing water outside. And then they like have like this little bit of food and they're like, I don't want to go back out there. I could not imagine doing that type of job. Lately, I've just been like realizing like how much more comfortable like I've been the last year of glass blowing compared to what my first six years of glass blowing were like. My first six years of glass blowing were so the lack of ventilation and like how hot the studios were getting, like the places I'd work, it just was never set up right. 
And like now with this new ventilation and everything, like it's so crazy, like how comfortable it is, but I still, I'm already taking it for granted. I've had it for a year and I'm already like, like right now I'm recognizing it and I did the other day. So I'm trying to like think about it again and just keep appreciating it. So I don't forget and I don't continue to be grateful that what the studio is at right now compared to what it was. Um, but man, I'm like so much more comfortable now blowing glass. It's like a, a totally different thing. And even my guys are so much more comfortable, like Cormac working here, Brandon, everybody's more comfortable. It's so nice. Like my daughter, like can come out into the studio and say hi and visit everybody and whatever. Cause everything's so clean. Like we have someone that every day they vacuum and wipe everything down and just keep everything spotless. It's just, I mean, right now it's a little messy cause he wasn't here uh, last night. Or he was here last night, but he was doing shipping. So I was like, I'll clean it, bro. And then I did my cleaning job, which was not great. You know, I'm only good at a couple of things. And those couple of things I don't even really claim to be good at. But <clears throat> compared to the other things I do. But yeah, cleaning, I'm not good at cleaning. Not good at organizing. I'm good at staying up late. And then I'm good at just working on like one thing and being hyper-focused. That's about it. Um, everything else, thank God, my wife takes care of. I mean, it's crazy. It's actually terrifying to think if, like, I would be like a lost puppy if one day she just, like, disappeared or something and walked away and was like, oh, you take care of it all. I'd be like, fuck, how do we pay this bill? What's this bill even mean? That's why, like, where I'm at in my life is only possible because all the people helped me, and we've talked about it before, so I won't go all into it again, but it's fucking crazy. Crazy because I see people out there, they're so skilled and talented. I'm like, man, if they had like someone that like a partner, someone to help them or just take over some of those, you know, responsibilities of that business, that person could just flourish. <coughs> I think it's scary for some glass blowers or any business owner to sometimes let people into that level of your business to help you run something or help keep you organized. Cause it, like, it was like what I was just talking about. If you become relying, relying on someone and like, you're like, I need this person. It can be scary if like one day that person moves on to something else and you're like, fuck, like, I don't know how to do any of this. That's where I'm lucky. Cause my wife is part of this and she's on board for all of it. So like, you know, we're together and we're doing this together, but man, it's, I see people out there that I mean, better artists than me. And they just, if they had some help put their business on, they'd absolutely flourish. I hope, I hope people like that can find people that believe in them and want to help them build their company or build their brand or take over some responsibilities so they can just be the artist while everything else is handled by, you know, some sort of manager. Maybe that's what we need. Maybe we need like managers in the glassblowing community. I mean, maybe there's not enough money in it right now to do that. There probably is, but if the industry was big enough, how cool would it be like if there was like management companies that basically would bring on certain glass artists and hi Stank Wolf, we done. Um, bring on certain glass artists and help them like sell all their stuff. Actually, this is an idea my wife talked about and she's like wants to do someday, but it's one of those things that like you got to put out in the world too because someone needs to do it. But if someone made some sort of management company to take on glass blowers, like really skilled people and be like, hey, like we're going to like promote your stuff. We're going to help you sell it. We're going to keep it all shipped, organized. All you have to do is just create the art and 
you know, do your best there and just focus on your art and we'll handle everything else. Because a lot of these, a lot of glass blowers, they do the shit by themselves. Like they do all the shipping, they're talking in the DMs or ordering all the materials. They're just doing everything. Literally the only thing I do is I come out and blow the glass. Like someone else orders materials, someone else cleans, someone else preps the clear, the color. But it's, it took me years to get to that point. Honestly, I didn't want to let anyone in. And then two years ago when my daughter was born, I was forced to let someone in because I was like, I can't do this by myself anymore. I need to be a dad. I can't just be in the studio 18, 20 hours a day looking like a zombie. Like I need to be, I need to take care of a baby and my wife. So I was forced to let people in and it was a good change. Um, obviously it's been a huge transition and we're still learning how to do it. I think by year three or four of having our employees, like we're going to be like a finely tuned machine but right now we're still just trying to figure out how to put the wheels on and get this thing rolling but we're doing it and i believe in it and i continue to work super hard so i can put the money into it uh that's the big thing about us is like everything we do and my guys that work here know that they're like if we get an upgrade or we need something like evan has to stay up all night and crush so that we can have this new thing so the studio is better and more comfortable I would have never built the studio this nice if I didn't have people that were here working. I didn't want <clears throat> them working in a place that was like gross. I wanted it to be like comfy and like kind of like high end feeling and just just nice for everybody so that everyone felt creative and comfortable and just but also too the guys that work here. I had them build this with me. They weren't con contractors or construction guys. Like I was the one that had all that knowledge and background, but I had them here building with me. I'd show them how to build one bench and then they'd build the next one. I've showed them how to do all these things. I was like, I want them, I want them to build everything with me. I want them to, you know, this is, it'll make them love the studio even more and care about it so that we keep it nice. So that, you know, the people that are working here, like it's a different level. It's not just like an employee. It's like someone that, believes in Bear Mountain Studios and believes in what we're trying to build. And really all we're trying to build is like, I wanna have the opportunity to make whatever glass I want when I want and share function with as many people as possible. <clears throat> and obviously pay my bills and give opportunity to other people. But like, I don't want a bigger house. My house is perfect. Like I don't want like, like I like, my wife's the same way we like a little bit we don't, we don't like, like, fuck, I don't even know how to say it. It's so weird. Cause half the things that I'll say, if I really think about it, I'm like, you're kind of contradicting yourself because you bought that $60 gram hash the other day when you could have got $25 gram hash. So I don't know, but either way we're semi-minimalist. We're like, we don't really like giant houses. Like we have a ranch, but it's not like small, small, but it's not huge either. It's perfect. I don't want a huge house to clean, even though I don't clean it. My wife would be so upset if I said that, if she heard me say that, she'd be like, you don't want a house to clean. You don't clean anything. And I'd be like, I know, honey, I'm sorry. Wow. <clears throat> Let's do some dabs. I don't even know what we're talking about. This is fun. Had GMO joint. I only smoked half of it and it got me, got me chatting. Oh man. This is a beautiful piece. Mystique is uh, one of my favorite blues to use, but we just started using it because I didn't really know how to use it before. And, you know, I've just been learning so much over the past year about like sleeving color and all this stuff that now we're able to make this like really nice Mystique tubing. And this is actually a crushable fade we talked about 
earlier in the episode. Um, but yeah, I love I love how like Mystique is just like cloudy, like milky, but still fully transparent. It's definitely a unique color. And then that blue stardust with the sparkle and the crushed opal. Just beautiful. Someone left a pearl at my house, this ruby one, and I've been using it every day. I like it. It works a lot better than the opal. It seems to hold heat better. Um, but these are like those really like silly, tiny, minimal differences that really do not matter at all. But we notice them. But maybe they do matter. I don't know. The other night I was uh, in Twitch and hanging out with all the late night Twitch people. Um, if you guys haven't uh, been on our Twitch channel yet, check it out. There might even be a link in our bio. I have no idea. But if you can't find it, go to my Instagram. There is a link there. It's Bear Mountain Studios on Twitch. But um, we do like sessions throughout the day. We do like lots of live glass blowing. Um, we're hanging out, showing product. We do giveaways on there and stuff. It's like a separate, smaller little platform right now. It's not huge, but that makes it more fun for the people that are on there because they're interacting with me directly, hanging out, asking questions, talking about pipes. They're talking to other Bear Mountain Studios collectors about what their favorite RBR is or what they like or don't like about stuff, like all that kind of shit. So it's a good way to kind of just meet people and talk about shit and watch me work. So that's our Twitch channel. But yeah, I was on Twitch the other night talking to some people and they were saying like how like, you know, certain glass blowers that don't smoke or whatever. And I don't think you, I used to be like, how can you be a pipe maker and not smoke? And I don't think you need to be a pipe maker or I don't think you need to smoke weed to be a pipe maker. For example, Evil Empire makes probably the most scientific, precise, cleanest pieces in the glass game. And I I, I don't know if that guy smokes. Now, he seems like he's just a really super talented scientific glass blower that blessed the pipe making community with his skill and brought us awesome glass. But I would say that one cool thing about if you are a glass blower that does smoke, I love that when like you smoke your own pieces and if you use them as your daily driver and you're smoking your own pieces like every day, you find these little minor things that you're like, I like that little pop there of the water, but what if we adjust this so that that pop either gets bigger or it smooths out that pop? And only a smoker that rips rigs is gonna know what I'm talking about, especially with recyclers. There's like all these like little different feelings you get with all different recyclers and different poles. And some people are like, oh, I love the way that hits. And some people are like, oh, I hate the way that recycler hits. You know, everyone has a different preference. So for me, being someone that does smoke his own glass all day, every day, I love that I have the ability to like keep tweaking stuff and playing with it. And I'm always like chasing the perfect hit for me. It's like, um, I don't know, literally that's what it is. Just chasing that perfect hit, like finding how do I make like the greatest, most refined, even if it's in the simplest package ever, even if it's super basic and simple, but if it just has this hit, that's almost like so consistent and unmatched that it's almost like, you know, when you get, you open a fucking Coca-Cola and they're the same, no matter where you get one in any fucking convenience store. And it just has that, that hit. I don't like Coca-Cola, but I'm just trying to find like a big, broad example of like, you know, simplicity and like consistency in something that's maybe good. I don't know. I don't think our industry has maybe fully gotten that yet. I think the closest you're going to get is like evil empire or like Toro or sovereignty. Like 
all those guys seem like their shit's pretty like refined and it's like mega dialed. But um, I don't know. I'm on my own grind, you know, my own little path trying to find my perfect hit. It's fun. The coolest thing though is, is when you make a pipe, you grow the weed and then you extract it too. And then you smoke the extract through the pipe you made. That's like full circle trifecta. That's everything. And that was uh, one of my goals in life. And I mean, I did it for years. I was growing, extracting, and smoking my glass all at the same time. It was wild. There's a handful of guys out there that do it. And you know what I'm talking about. It's awesome. Move this mic away just a little bit because this torch is kind of loud. Can move the, the pipe away a little bit too. But I'm going to take a dab of some, let's see what we got here. Some flow rider from green dot. That sounds good. The last like week or so I've been smoking some BHO. I mean, I got some fire rosin and like full melt in the fridge. I got like a mini fridge in the studio now where we got the heady hash, but I've just been feeling like, I don't know, just feeling BHO the last week. Maybe I've just been feeling a little dirty or something. I don't know. I'm just kidding. BHO might be cleaner sometimes than solventless. I have no idea what I'm talking about, but I'm just having fun here. So, but this green dot, I got to say, I've been smoking their BHO since 2014 and it's always been fire. Nowadays they make the big old diamonds and, um, their shit just doesn't even taste like BHO. It almost tastes like, it just tastes like good hash. It's like the solvent didn't affect any of the flavor. <clears throat> Because, you know, there's certain companies out there, guys, they'll have 20 different strains on the shelf. You could buy all of them and you'll take a dab of every single one and they're all going to taste the same. They're just going to taste like like this like lemony BHO kind of flavor. I don't know. Maybe that's just my experience in Colorado. I haven't fucking hiked around California and smoked all the different shit there. But at least in Colorado, there's certain companies where shit just tastes pretty much the same. I feel like because they're solvent, maybe they're not cleaning their solvent enough. Maybe they're just recycling that butane so much and certain strains are so terpy that they like stain the butane or the solvent you're using so that like the terp on it's like just going to go into any other extract you make but i don't know i'm not an extractor maybe maybe an extractor listens to this podcast and can like let us know if that actually happens if someone extracts some really terpy shit and it makes the uh solvent like you know kind of like turped out like that so next time you run something else that flavor kind of goes into everything <sighs> man look you guys like that you like that yawn and stretch on mic that was good all right let's get a scoop of hash here let's take a dab on this piece i had to remake this piece this is the second one i made first one i made i wasn't happy with the function so i remade it and uh my friend was like he was shocked i was remaking it just because uh it's so much crushed opal and work. He's like, you're going to remake that. He's like, D -d -d I was like, yeah, <laughs> he's like, okay. But to me, like I have to, because I'm excited about the color cut the colorway, the mystique blue stardust fade, the customer's excited about it. Like to me, it has to come into existence. It has no choice. So we just made it happen. That's probably enough for right now. <coughs> the turbo meter was supposed to be here today. I was hoping it was going to be here for the podcast, but what are you going to do? It's actually supposed to be here yesterday. Amazon slacking on their turbo meter delivery, but they, um, uh, well, nah, dude, 
We just ordered one on Amazon, bro. We're like, fuck it. We're getting one. Dude, sometimes for me, like, it's just easier not even to ask for anything. I'm like, let me just fucking buy one. I'm like, this is petty. It's like 75 bucks. The fuck am I doing? <laughs> I'm just like that, dude. I can't. I hate asking for shit. Let's turn this like that. Derps. Wow. Green dot killing it. <coughs> wow. Yeah, they just they just do it right at Green Dot. All those guys, they kill it. Ooh, it's a little hot still. I was gonna bring it back here. Doing things like I don't know what's going on. I know my brain's not working. It's been one of those mornings. Been eating too much McDonald's lately. Um, and I gotta stop. My body can't. For a while there, I was like, oh, my body is like a pro. I can handle this. I can just eat McDonald's whenever I want now. I didn't for like 10 years. Then I got a breakfast sandwich like maybe four weeks ago. And it started in a McDonald's addiction that's just, you know, now needs to be cut off. The body can't handle it anymore. I've been losing weight, and I think it might be because I'm dying from McDonald's. So we got to stop it. Um, <clears throat> if McDonald's wants to sponsor this podcast, though, I mean, we'll take it. I'm living from McDonald's. We'll edit that dying part out. Where's my Q-tip? There it is. <coughs> wow. Wow. Okay, that Flow Rider. Let's see what they say the Terp is on this because they say on the top of these jars... It's a tangerine sour fuel. I'm getting sour fuel all day. Definitely a little orange in there, but maybe I took it a little warmer. Mostly sour fuel. I cannot wait to get caught up, guys. There's a handful of you guys that listen out here that are waiting for pieces. This is one of your pieces. I'm shipping it soon, I promise. Just had to do weed through it first. <laughs> as soon as I'm caught... <coughs> I inhaled... I'm a. <coughs> How many of us are going to die from inhaling alcohol vapor while cleaning our banger? In 10 years, there's going to be this huge like wave of people that have this weird disease from inhaling ISO vapor from fucking cleaning their nail. I'll be one of them. Oh, my God. Oh, fuck. Oh, this is great. Oh, my God. That's horrible. Okay. I need to drink some coffee. Okay. Let's get back on track here. I don't even know what track I was on, though. Honestly, that the alcohol hit was more than the weed. I'm now I'm feeling weird. These bright lights hitting me in some type of way. Okay. I'm trying to remember what the fuck I was talking about before the alcohol hit me. Well, we're going to have to start a new train of thought. Here we go, folks. You ready? Let's start it. Um, I don't have one. But I can't. Okay, I know. I remember what I was talking about now. I can't wait to get all these pieces done for you guys because I've been feeling that. Like I talked about a little bit last episode, but it's feeling that anxiety about being behind. And I'm getting really close. I only got three pieces left. <clears throat> and then I'm going to be back on track. And uh, it's going to feel really good. You'll probably see my live videos start being way more frequent again. You'll probably see me be a little more bubbly. 
Uh, the reason the lives have been a little bit less frequent is just because I've been uh, stressing, just feeling some stress. So I haven't been feeling as ready to just jump on the internet and share with people and hang out. I've been chilling with the late night homies a little bit. Um, but I haven't been as active, I feel like, as I usually am. Uh, some of the lives I've been doing, obviously, I've been like just in live but not talking, hanging out. I've just been leaving it up while I blow glass which uh, a lot of you guys seem to enjoy. You're kind of just hanging out and talking to each other about stuff, which is really cool. It's almost like a, like you're using it like a Discord or something like that. Oh, man, that fucking ISO hitter, the guys, that alcohol hit, that free base off that nail. I feel, I'm I'm feeling really weird. I'll be honest with you. I, I can't even talk. I'm feeling dizzy. I'm slurring my words. You know what I need? Just a little GMO. It'll clean everything up, straighten it all out. Almost lost it. Almost jumped right on my mouth. Much better. Much better. We got movement. Man, I want to share the next guest, but I also don't want to jinx it. I've jinxed a couple of guests because I just haven't. Uh, I've said someone was going to be on, and then shit happens, and shit doesn't line up right it's what it is but i'm excited to do more guest episodes um next week we have our like we have some a new producer that's going to be kind of helping me and mark do the podcast because we need some help it's a lot of work for just me and him it's especially a lot of work on mark so we can take a little workload off him so i'm excited to introduce Ija, and we'll get crushing with him too and hopefully we can put out more videos because we're like two producers we should be able to do more content so i'm just want to let you guys know that i'm working towards all that man i'll tell you what guys it feels really wild like seeing everything that's happening on instagram people posting up about these fires i don't mean to go back to it but it's really all i can think about because before i did this podcast i literally opened fucking instagram which i probably shouldn't have scrolled and saw like a bunch of glass floors that i look up to and people that like just like seem like really good people i don't know even personally but they're people i look up to and i'm seeing all their studios burn to the ground and i'm like holy fuck and it's distracting me a little bit, this episode. And you guys are going to notice it probably a little bit, but it's definitely distracting me a little bit this episode, just thinking about all those, you know, when you see more than, when you're seeing like six, seven, eight glass floor studios that have burnt down, this is what my wife said. She's like, you're seeing that many glass floor studios burnt down? She's like, think of how many people's homes in between there. And I'm like, holy fuck, you're right. Like, it's just nuts. I hope that uh, hope that something hope so hope some positive things come up soon. Hopefully, this isn't just the the trend of twenty twenty. Bane, we have been fighting this ear infection with Bane. It's not like it's not like this like thing that's like gross, but he just seems like his ears are uncomfortable. So we keep giving him this medicine. It doesn't seem to be working. So I don't know what the fuck to do for him. Might have to go back to the vet, huh, bub? He just got groomed the other day, and he looks, like, so much smaller. He was pretty gross there for a little bit. He was all quarantined out. 
all matted and chilled. Okay, let's take another dab. Bro, you got to back up though, my guy. This is, we got heady glass on the table. Okay. Bane, not right now. Okay, sweet. Got to watch out for him because he'll literally just jump up on the table. He'll, uh, like, a piece will go flying. I make them thick though. Most of these pieces are, uh, have been tested by a German Shepherd. But, um, dude, you gotta just chill out. He is like, you guys, you guys probably came in here, but he's fucking just moaning behind me. All right. Well, I'll tell you what, guys. I hope that next week we have some fun, more positive things to be talking about. Cause usually that's how this is. But I was really thrown off this morning by everything. And I was ex still excited just to come hang out and do the podcast and stuff. But let me try to think of something positive though. That's not going to get me on a tangent of negative stuff. Cause that's not what we're here for. Cause we're going to take this last dab and we'll try and finish this out on something semi-positive. Okay. I need a minute though, because I'll be honest with you. I'm fucking digging. I have no idea. I'm like, I don't know if I even have anything positive. Hmm. We talked about that last episode. See, it becomes redundant. Maybe the positive things, there's a little less of them than the negative things going on sometimes. <clears throat> well, I got lots of positive things. We got hash. We got a new nail. This piece worked out. I remade it last night and I'm really stoked that it turned out good because I have a customer that's been super patient waiting. Um, my kid's healthy. My family's good. There's stuff. Sometimes you got to just look at the, you know, really everything. You know, we can we can easily become selfish sometimes and just focus on like all the things that we're not happy about. But if you look at the big picture, as long as you got a roof over your head, maybe you got some food, even if you don't have that, man, I don't even know. You can get really bare minimum as long as you're alive. You can go that that basic. But for me, I got a lot to be happy about. But I feel like sometimes it's hard to like sit around and be happy and grateful if you're seeing a lot of people suffering. I don't know. Let's just keep smoking hash though, right? Hope you guys are gonna have a good day though. Hopefully my vibe didn't throw it off. I'm stoked on the tie-dye pre-sale though. Thank you everybody that like supported that. I'm like really stoked how many people ordered tie-dyes. You know, you never know. Tie-dyes aren't for everybody. Some people aren't about them. We have a new shirt that's coming out uh, before Halloween, but it's like kind of like a fall, like Halloween kind of shirt. It's just gonna be a black shirt, but it has this really cool like, uh, like, print on it that our graphic designer made my wife is going hard in the paint just working on all different stuff so we're trying to just have like fun merch for like the podcast people and the people that want to support bear mountain studios and what we're trying to build here so i'm excited to share that shirt with you too and all those tie-dyes i think now that the pre-sale will be ending like today probably um all those tie-dyes, I think it's two weeks from today because that's what I believe they told us. It'll take them two weeks to fulfill and then we can get everyone's stuff shipped out. So appreciate you guys that supported that. <clears throat> it was a really fun project to do with some friends. And I, I haven't taken the hoodie off. Literally, like, 
I have like three other Bear Mountain hoodies and they're exactly what I thought I'd want to wear. They're just black with like a cool thing on the back. But for some reason, I like this one. I think because it matches my glasses and um, it makes my eyes look nicer because I have blue eyes. So it makes them pop. Um, but, you know, just being honest with you guys, I'm stoked on it, though. I'm going to get a second one, too, like I said, because I know I'm, I've gotten so close to burning this one already because I've been blowing glass in it for the last three days. Oh, shit. I'm going to miss this. We're going over the mic. Oh, yeah, this is going to be perfect. I think we need to get my dad on some zoom calls or something <coughs> missing that dude already we're gonna buy him some plane tickets hopefully get him out here for christmas and we can do like a little holiday episode get some joe natos going the word storms man oh that was good you know <coughs> this piece this piece fucking shreds it's the color, though, is really what, for me, is like, I knew the, how the function was going to go, but I really did not know how the color was really going to flow together, and I'm really proud of how it came out. Cormac did these fades. I'm really proud of him. He's he's working very hard, and, you know, he, I, even, you know, even if sometimes people don't come to work on time or they miss days, whatever, I see the passion there with him, and I see that, like, he loves doing this, and, like, if, if like, he comes in late one day, it's not because... He's trying to do something shitty to someone. It's because he probably just, hey, we all oversleep sometimes. Hey, the, sometimes we forget to warm up the car. Life happens. You need to pick and choose your battles, guys. Make sure you don't like attack someone before you really think about it. Think about that ripple effect. It's like throwing a rock in the pond. When a rock hits the water, ripples go out in every direction. Really choose how you interact with people. Pick and really think about how your interaction is going to ripple out and affect other people. Even if you think you're right, just because you're right doesn't mean you need to let everybody know. You can be right privately. Publicly right is usually ego-based unless you're trying to bring up like probably some sort of injustice or something to like, I don't even know. But even then saying like, I said it first, I did it. That's a, that's a tough one. It's for me, I always see like my two-year-old when people start doing that stuff, I see a bunch of babies. All right. Sweet. Well, guys, weird episode, but I appreciate all you guys to hang out with me. We're going to do a lot of these. So there's going to be some that get a little wild like this and wild by wild. I mean, weird, um, but it was fun. I'm sure there's going to be a few, out, few of you out there that really enjoy it and maybe strike some sort of, uh, you know, commonality with me in there and how I'm looking at things or feeling about things. Who knows? But Make sure you check out bmsglass.com. Get in those pre-orders for the tie-dyes before it ends today. Uh, we also have the mood mats and stickers and all that fun stuff on there. We got new stuff dropping all the time. Make sure you guys subscribe to our channel. It really does help. Uh, like this video. Uh, only if you liked it, though. I understand if you didn't. I'm still, I have mixed feelings about it as well, and I was here for the whole thing. I don't even know what happened. Um, but this is the What's Up Everybody podcast. I really appreciate all you guys. Thank you so much, and I'll see you guys next week.